Hey, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to the next episode of Rebel Reject Create, the video podcast where we dive into the deeper reaches of creativity. And tonight, this afternoon, this morning, uh, my guest is Esther Salozzi, who is uh, an education specialist who's very involved with uh, learning and development and educational materials, especially in the digital and online environment. So welcome to the podcast, Esther. Hi, David. It's awesome to be here. Uh, I want to k- kick off straight away by uh, quoting that um, Mr. Uh, Sir Ken Robinson, who reckons that the way we're educated at school pretty much beats creativity out of us. As an educator, how do you feel about that statement? I so agree. I couldn't agree more. Hmm. Um, I think it's like, yeah, it sounds horrible, but it's like slowly beaten out of us. Mm. Um, because, you know, when you are a kid and sort of like at the beginning of school, you are sparked to like tell your stories and, you know, bring in your drawings and everything. And then slowly the stories become essays and then they become these like scientific articles that are, you know, they are not as creative as you know they could be whereas I think that the you know the kid in us always needs to sort of like out that creativity and storytelling and you know fun stuff right now you're busy in an environment where you deal with people after they finished high school quite possibly after they finished a difficult a different professional training or have been in the workplace for a while so how do you how do you deal with that in your uh, training and education programs? Well, as I said, I just believe that, you know, the child is there in everyone still. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all have curiosity. And I, what, what I'm trying to do is deal with people with just the sole belief of if I can push the right buttons they are going to become these like enthusiastic and really curious children. And then so learning doesn't become a priority, but it's more like a means to an end. Right, right. So, I mean, obviously you've got the challenge of having to put together learning materials almost on a day-by-day basis. Where, where do you find the inspiration from to do that? Do you have a specific <laughs> purpose or um, or a specific routine or how do you do it? So this is, okay, this is going to be a story where, you know, I sort of start from like the middle ages and then at the end we will get there. <laughs> okay. But um, I used to be a teacher myself um, and I did find that inspiration on a daily basis. And I, I did get, you know, sort of like this educational high of this, like inspiration of, of like giving high quality material to my students, which was absolutely non-traditional. And then seeing how they, you know, their interest got sparked. Um, so my main mission is sort of to be out there and be able to like, not just give it straight to students, but also teach 
the same kind of inspiration and creativity to experts mm. because I think it's it's totally a thing that we can yeah I I don't like to say transfer knowledge because it's not some kind of a currency that you know we like give to each other or something but I think it's it's really possible to also give this inspiration to to other people so that would be my my purpose in life and my my personal mission um is to sort of go about you know giving this inspiration to other people and how i find it myself is mm. um i am just sort of fine with you know not making a 9 to 5 way of thinking uh so if i have to develop a course then I would sort of just like write down whatever I think is going to be the structure and then really like leave myself the space for being inspired because I have been inspired. You know, I'm going to like leave out <laughs> the weirdest places, which we all know, but I have been inspired by Netflix series and board games and you know, these are all things that you don't really do in your work time or like mm. there are very few people who get to do this stuff in their work time. Um, so long story short, I just give myself the time and the space to get inspired and look for ways to get inspired and keep a very open mind. That's also really important. Right. Yeah, that suspending judgment thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, everything can be an inspiration and a learning source. And once you sort of get into that mindset, the word becomes a very, very interesting place. Right. Okay. So how active are you about trying to find those inspirations or those links between the, the material you're putting together and 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 these things that are inspiring you or is it completely chance is it random um I think it's sort of uh like okay so if I would have like a, a course to put together then of course I'm more conscious about like you know what sort of extra things I'm doing or then I choose my Netflix series in a more like elaborate way let's say <laughs> um but then there is also like this very fine balance between, you know, letting yourself be inspired and sort of like being conscious about being inspired. And I think this part of like creating a course and, and this part of education is really an art. Like, you know, if, if I'm talking about like how I'm letting myself be inspired and stuff like that, I could be a painter because... You know, like it's it I think it's a form of art. And once you like sort of start to look at it that way, then it becomes this like really cool thing of like, okay, I'm not just creating courses, but you know, I'm an artist here who is creating like really fun and nice content. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Although I, I guess, you know, from my point of view, actually it's just that art is a form of creativity and so we're making courses. So it's not 
it's actually not really weird if you look at it that way around that the that the way you're talking about inspiration and and, and passion is exactly the same because that's that's how we feel when we get into that state of mind right exactly yeah, yeah. so apart from being a teacher previously what is your background i mean what what has turned you into this person who's so passionate about creating inspiring learning materials um it really has been my teaching years, honestly. That's the short answer. I don't want to, you know, tell you my whole life story because, you know, parts of it are just really very random of like me getting a, a bachelor's degree in business, which is like, you know, I'm far from <laughs> being a business person. Um, but uh, yeah, while I, so when I was teaching, I was teaching at the University of Applied Sciences, a, a beautiful place in Breda, full of beautiful people and amazing teachers. Um, but I got the feeling that we had very, yeah, it, it wasn't the resources that were limited, as in like financially or something. It was more, you know, this very rigid machine of the education system that I that I experienced there even though this particular place where I was teaching was very open to innovation but not even close to you know how like with close to the pace with which I would have loved to to innovate um so I I sort of found like yeah basically free ways of bringing like extraordinary material into my class like I I'm I'm fairly sure I exceeded my printing limit every single <laughs> year <laughs> but it was so much fun to see the students um so that was that was really the 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 two years that inspired me because I started to teach when I was 23. So I was also really close to my students in age. Mm. Uh, so I had to work really hard to sort of like, you know, stand my ground and show them like, I do have the right to be here. Um, and that got me thinking of like, you know, does it have to be this way? Like, do I have to you know, fight my way into my students' hearts in this way, or is there any other way? And there was, and uh, and I haven't looked back ever since. Like, yeah, I'm always saying, you know, if you are 23 and you you find your calling, then uh, yeah, you can call yourself a pretty lucky gal. So uh, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> uh, okay, now why is this creative approach so important when it comes to education and learning? It's because, and, you know, disclaimer, unpopular opinion might be coming up here. <laughs> um, I think that the, the whole definition associated with the word learning is just fundamentally wrong. Um. Like if you if you look at the the first year of a child's life, do they like consciously learn? Are they constantly, you know, sitting in front of books or like, you know, learning doesn't work that way. And then we we just grow up to learn verse somehow. We just grow up to 
sort of like associate learning with this picture of like unfun and, you know, sitting in front of an open book kind of experience. And I think that yeah, that that's what should be changed. And that's what's wrong. <laughs> oh, I mean, you, you remind me of a friend of mine in in um, in San Francisco, who is a, a radical unschooler. So not only does she not send her children to school, but she has no home curriculum. If they express an interest in something and they're getting excited about something, then they spend however long it takes to get to the bottom of that so the children are happy they understand it and now they know everything they want to know about it, and then they move on to the next thing. And when I met her kids, the youngest, who was at that stage four, could already read and write. Wow. Yeah, and, and he had never been to school. He had never been taught anything. He had learned it himself by just because of his enthusiasm and interest. Exactly. I mean, that's like, that is the driving force, right? It's mm. curiosity, enthusiasm and interest. And it's like, learning is just a means to an end. Once you find like what you are truly, truly passionate about and interested in, you are going to like, absorb all the knowledge that's out there up until the point where you feel like, okay, now I have answered, you know, all the questions that I had in me. Oh, and that's another thing that I, I'm sort of like jumping here and there. <laughs> but that's another thing, you know, it's sort of like finding and giving the students the questions that you are going to answer or that your course is going to answer. That's really important. And that's something that that education doesn't really give currently like we are trying to do it like traditional ed education is trying to do it with learning objectives mm. um but i tried to introduce learning objectives in my own courses and then my colleagues had to create courses as well and then they were like this is so boring Esther. we can't we can't create learning objectives because this is not good for anyone um yeah. So then we have seen that, you know, if you are asking questions that are that are so like out there that the students are going to want the answers to the questions, they are going to be more likely to sort of dive into the yeah. course. Give me an example. Um, OK, so, for example, if I am developing um, a basic web de development course. And you have zero experience for like, you have never written a line of code in your life. Yeah. And then I tell you that once you are done with the course, you are going to be able to answer the one single question. Hi, how do I develop my own game? And it's so, right. It's so out there that you are like, huh, there's no way you can do that. Yeah. And then I, as the course creator, I'm like, just watch me. And then I will give you the steps that lead you up to the point where you are actually going to be able to develop your own game. Mm. It's going to be a simple game, you know, yeah. disclaimer. <laughs> no, but, I mean, interesting, because I also put together learning materials, I mean, my own workshops and what have you. And, and when I'm marketing those... Um, 
I always have this thing by the by the end of this course you will be able yeah. to do the following. So you're saying that that's that's restrictive and boring and not inspiring enough. Um I think it's important for you as a course creator to be aware of that. But I think it can be formulated in a much more in a much like sexier oh. and much you know much more inspiring way than by the end of this course because again learning objectives are used in traditional education so you have seen like how many in your life already when yeah. when you have been to school like by the end of this lesson oh, you are gonna be yeah, yeah, yeah. blah 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 oh, and boy. Then if you're just <laughs> facing this uh, interesting question yeah. and you're like oh i can do that okay nice so it, it's a different vibe it's doing the same thing but with a different sort of yeah vibe That's that's very interesting. I'm going to go back to a few of my things and, and look at that and see if I can come up with the questions. I really like that. All right. So obviously, you know, you've, you're one of these people who you probably might not have said this to anybody, but you've pretty much got creativity on tap when you need it. It's just there. It's not true. Oh, <laughs> it's not true. And those are, those are very like when I don't have the creativity, like when the tap is empty, mm. those are my biggest learning moments because it's sort of, you know, learning to accept the fact that you are not a robot, that you are, you don't have creativity on tap and that's fine because then sort of like, opening my mind even more to any possibilities whereas paying attention to like not becoming desperate for possibilities that is again a really interesting balance to look for so no I don't have it on tap and I'm so incredibly grateful for not having it on tap ah, that's because a very I'm interesting a lot so when you're being creative the flow is going this way on the days that it's not the flow is coming this way which is why next time it'll be able to go back out again yeah ha, i like that as well all right yeah. so someone's watched this 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 podcast this video podcast and they bump into you in the street they're like <gasps> esther <laughs> you're very creative what one thing should i do to make sure that i can actually stand the chance of being as creative as you are one thing just find your passion. It, you know, it's like my passion is education. And there are so many experts out there who have their own passion. And I would love to connect with all these experts and, you know, connect our passions and, you know, create something so awesome together because you don't have to be an education expert um but we have all had you know this this moment of like sitting in like this big lecture hall or big hall listening to someone who is an incredibly huge expert of their field and then sort of like dozing off after the first like 20 minutes 
And that's fine. You know, these experts, they just need to find a way to, uh, yeah, me saying me is pretty cocky. So I'm not going to say that (laughs) these experts, they just need to find their way to somebody who is passionate about education so that two experts can come together and then, you know, with combined expertise, create something that is enjoyable and fun to listen to and also delivers added value. Esther, thank you so much for your time and for coming and answering my crazy questions. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) <laughs> and for all of you watching, thank you very much. If you enjoyed this interview, please hit the like button. And uh, if you really enjoyed this interview, please hit the subscribe button because the regular episodes of this video podcast come out every two weeks. So that way you will not miss out on all the fun. And if you want to support me in my endeavors to continue making these kinds of content about creativity, you can check out the links in the show notes and go and join my Patreon over on patreon.com and become one of my patrons uh, and uh, contribute a couple of dollars to keeping the flow going on this side of the pipe. Esther, thanks again. And to you out there, thanks for listening. Thank you.